Hey, good morning, Montana. This is Patrick over at the Montana Daily. It is Friday, September 22nd, 4.17 a.m. Ready to uh, talk a little bit and see how your days are going. First of all, I just want to say you got to get up, right? We're a, we're a motivating, inspirational kind of, we feed off of that kind of stuff and we're all in on, uh, all in on making things. Uh, a little better for you every single day. One of the things I always tell people is you got to get into that habit of just you got to get up, uh, you got to get out of that comfort zone, make yourself uncomfortable, and start living life. Right? It is so frustrating for me every single day to meet people, and I do every single day meet people who have no drive, no will to be better than they were the day before, and it absolutely crushes my soul. It pisses me off, and I think, what are you doing in life if all you're doing is is just doing a bare minimum? What are you doing? What What is your purpose? You're not living a life that you could live. You know, I, I meet people and they go, oh, I, I'm, you know, I have anxiety, I have depression, so I don't work, I'm on SSI. And it, and, it, and it makes me think, and I heard a good story the other day about a gentleman who worked at McDonald's who was mentally handicapped, worked there for like 30 years, showed up every single day because he found value at a place that made him feel important. It made him feel like he had a purpose. He showed up. He became better better than he was the day before and the day before that because it gave him value. And nowadays, we have people who it's this mentality that I can't handle the real world, right? I just can't. It's overwhelming. It stresses me out. And I can't handle it. I don't understand why everybody is doing things and, 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 and it's stressing me out. And I don't want to be part of that. So they get on SSI, which means that you and I and every other taxpaying citizen pays for they haven't put any money in. They haven't they haven't built into the foundation of SSI. And that's one of the reasons uh, Social Security is not going to last forever because the people who put in the money, who who sacrificed their time, their effort, their 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 time away from loved ones to work because they knew that they had to pay, pay bills or they had to provide for their family, they're the ones that hurts. But you have these this this mentality of, of just weak minded people who can't handle anything and they've been coddled to. They've been told they need a day off. They oh I need a mental health break. I need, I need, I need. It's a it's a it's a me game, right? But what they don't realize is all those people who who are at, who are at work who work every single day 
they have their own shit going on. You may not know what they got going on because they show up and they put it put it behind them and they go to work. In your lowest moments, in my lowest moments, the refuge you find in going somewhere to build value, to get that paycheck, to provide for your family is is Im- Im- immeasurable. Uh, it's frustrating because do you not think that uh, the guy working and laying uh, uh, asphalt on the uh, on the streets and and uh, working his ass off in 100 degree heat, eight ten hours a day? Do you not think he has stuff going on in his life? Do you not think that his wife might have left him, his girlfriend? What about, you know, does he have a sick child? Is he sick? Those are all things that are going on in that person's head every single day, but he shows up. I have no patience for the weak people in life who don't show up. I have zero patience for the people who say, I can't do it. It is too much for me. And if you think that uh, uh, getting on uh, Social Security and, and those platforms to try to, uh, or, or, you know, here, here's a real frustrating part. They get on Social Security, they are then on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter all day. Sitting there on 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 in in, in in on a make believe world, adding no value to themselves and probably stressing them out even more. But I have, I just I, those are the type of people I just loathe. I I can't stand. I want you to be the best version of yourself every single day. I have, and I tell everybody every single time, I've made a million mistakes in my life. Every day I do, but there's some that are major and some I regret to this day. But you know what? I, I block it out because I have to do this. I, I face what I did. I fix it. And I say, all right, from this point on, this is not going to happen. I'm going to make sure that I do this every single day. And then I forget about it. Because you gotta, you gotta put it behind you. You gotta get it out of your head. But if you're not willing to try, if you're not willing to show up the next day, if you're willing to concede defeat because you can't handle the stress of life, the anxiety that you bring, then I have nothing for you. I think you're a loser in life. I think you're pathetic. I think you're weak. And I don't have a lot of patience for that. There's only, uh, I had an unfortunate uh, encounter, probably, uh, uh, well, the encounter was before, but the last uh, conversation I had was probably a couple weeks ago where a lady told me she has severe PTSD. Do you know what severe PTSD is? Severe PTSD is as a Marine clearing a house in Fallujah. Having people put guns up 
against you. You putting a weapon, your rifle up against them. It's sitting in a in a in a in a in a place <clears throat> that is the worst human scum ever, Mogadishu. And having to look across and make decisions that while horrifying save lives. And then you you have to do it over and over again. Or bombs going off or IEDs going off constantly worried about if your um, armored vehicle will make it down the road or if it's this view, this one moment in time is the last moment you'll remember. So I guess what I'm saying is you can't say, you can't just throw out, oh, I have severe PTSD today. That doesn't that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't work. Now, while I believe that the military 100% does have PTSD and what you go through um, is is tough. What I've been through is tough. I don't sit there and dwell on. Uh, but there are some people who have been, you know, uh, for lack of a better word, you know, they they, they hear the they hear the sounds and they and they and they automatically think the worst case scenario, right? That is PTSD. Um, PTSD might be, uh, as a child, if you've been raped, as a young woman, if you've been raped and you hear the knock on the door or you hear somebody coming in your house, it may be nobody, it may be a loved one, but that, that anxiety, you get that rush because of what you've been through, that's called trauma. And that's, that's where PTSD comes in. So if you haven't had those things in life, if a uh, car, uh, uh, if you had a bad experience with a car and then your uh, new car is acting funny and you say, I have severe PTSD, I almost died. That's called hyperbole. That's called exaggeration. That's called not fact, okay? Your uh, PTSD is not coming from a place where the, uh, uh, it, it comes from real world trauma. It's not from superficial things that can't be fixed. So I, I don't have patience um, for people who can't handle stress. If you don't think I have stress, then you have no idea. If you don't think other people have stress, then you have no idea. You you can't, it doesn't work in this world. If you create an atmosphere where you can't handle stress and people allow you to feel that way. It's not always on you. It's on the people who say they love you. Oh, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll handle that for you because you're stressed today. No, I'll handle it myself. I'm okay. Life is really, really short. I read an article that said that you have 80 summers basically to live. 80 summers. 
why are you sitting at home? Why are you feeling like you can't, can't, can't work? You can't function. The stress of life is, is good for your soul. It is good. It builds character. It builds and hardens you as a human being. And if you adopt that mentality, that uh, I always joke, the Goggins mentality, which is, you can't hurt me. You can't hurt me. Nothing in my life right now can hurt me. Except for my children. I can't even imagine what it would take to, to pierce my soul and to hurt me. I was, uh, I was broken as a human being and, uh, I've only felt that way one time in my life and it wasn't when I was sick. It wasn't from all that. It was when I went through my divorce and you, and you can't fathom how low you can go in life until you're broken until you feel like every single day you wake up and it just stabs you in the heart I never wanted to ever feel that way I was uh, vibrant I was fun to be around and I lost the person who I thought was with me forever. And at those moments of your life, when you're sitting there and you've been just beat down and then you realize how broken you are by a series of unfortunate events, you know that you're at the bottom and you know you're physically broken, mentally, emotionally torn and just broken, shattered. And you have to figure out when you're, when you're at your lowest, how to come up, right? You have to say to yourself, I have nowhere else to go but up. And when you're sitting in, 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 in just the silence you have, you have to make a, a pact with yourself that no one can do what happened to you before. You can't allow that to happen again. If you're going to be successful in life, you have to harden those feelings. It doesn't mean you can't care. It doesn't mean you can't have empathy or compassion. What it means is those days where it's tough and to this day I, I have days where I go, man, I, I just miss her so much and, and it's my fault, right? And you get all upset at yourself and whatever the case is, you still got to get up. You still got to go, all right, it's four o'clock in the morning. Thank you, God, for giving me one more chance to live a life. And that should be the first thing you say. 
Thank you, God. Then you get up. You go for a walk. You go for a run. You lift weights. You do something meaningful for your body. And in my case here, I, I come in here and I, I just talk and I try to get you to kind of see a perspective of where I come from every day. And then and then you go do your regular job and you go and you fight and you win and you claw and you scratch and you do everything you can to be successful. And as you do that over time and you build that discipline of of a schedule, you build that discipline of doing the things it takes, all of a sudden, in that one moment, you start to realize, you know, I'm hardening myself, my resolve is getting better, and you can't hurt somebody who has found focus, who has found a a reason to live, who has found an outlet to, 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 a vision, an outlet, or whatever you want to call it, of what it's going to take for them to be successful in life. And it pisses me off when I see what I've been through in life. It pisses me off when I hear friends, family, who I know what they've been through in life. And then you come in and you say, I have anxiety. I'm depressed today. Well, I saw a reel the other day and it made a lot of sense. Maybe we're all sad. Maybe we're all depressed. Who the fuck says we're supposed to be happy? This idealistic side of life is, oh, I I want to live a great life and be comfortable and all that. Well, maybe that's not what God intended it for. Maybe he, he wants to set up a series of challenges that you're going to face in every person's life. And he is testing your resolve, your will to live. That will, that drive, that hunger to live. And if you don't have it, it's so frustrating to see. Because I've been the guy walking through hell thankful that my leg still works, right? I realize that I have a life that billions of people across the world would trade for in a second. And yet, because of that, And because of the perspective I have of my life, I don't sit there and take every opportunity to have somebody feel sorry for me. I don't sit there and ask people to worry about me or to to think about me because I should have somebody um, looking out for me. I, I look out for myself I fight every day. I want to win every single day. But if you don't have that part of you, it's really frustrating. 
I just see it all the time. And, you know, I was talking to a, a friend of mine and he said, my dad, I think it was 44 years, never took a sick day or 36 years, 44 years, something like that. Never took a sick day in his life until he, until he broke his leg and, and, uh, had to take a day off. You're not going to always have a good life. You're going to fail. You're going to have times where you're at the bottom. But you have to step up. You have to say, I am better version. I am better than this. I want to be the best version of myself going forward. And every single day you wake up, you got to have that mentality. You got to go out there with an attitude of, I'm going to kick ass today. Nothing can hurt me. And if you think it can, I will prove you wrong. I will win. And there's nothing else to it. I mean, that is the simple goal of life. But if you're not establishing value and you're not getting your worth, you're never going to be satisfied in life. And then you're going to sit there and be sad and be lonely and be just just a a, a a shell of a person and that's what's happened in our societies we have all these people on 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 welfare and social security and section 8 housing because they're just they they don't know how to deal they think that being sad is a bad thing and i say from my perspective and being at the lowest of lows like insanely low, lower than you'll ever imagine somebody being. When you're at that point, I think you embrace it. I think you you look in the mirror and you go, okay, is that all you got? Because I'm ready. You embrace the suffering. You embrace the pain. You 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 try to dominate those feelings. Because you don't have the opportunity, like most people in life, we just don't have that opportunity to always say, well, I can fix this. You're never going to be able to fix all the issues, but you got to embrace them. The things that, that hurt you the most, the things that have, have given you the most pain, you got to embrace it. Embrace that suffering. God meant for you to suffer because God knows that it's by suffering, by realizing that that pain, the depth of your pain, you're going to have an end result that's going to give you such happiness and joy because you know the pain that you've been through. I don't wake up every day uh, sad. I've been through a lot in life. I've I've been at the lowest of lows, but I wake up every day and I'm thankful. I'm thankful to get a shot, right? I go, hey, I didn't die tonight. I'm thankful. I got a shot to do today what I couldn't do yesterday. And that is to be the best version of myself. You'll meet people in your life who bring out really good traits. You'll meet people who don't. You will meet people in life who who just want to be 
on the same path you're on and that and, and when you're on that path you have an opportunity because surrounding yourself by like-minded people gives you that drive that desire to be better but if you're on social security and i i don't think you should be on social security unless you have a physical impairment that prohibits you from working and i got people in wheelchairs that are that have jobs but if you have a physical disability that prohibits you from working, I don't think you should be on Social Security. If you don't have that, I don't think you should be on Social Security unless you've uh, paid in until you're 60 years old like everybody else. Um, but if you're not finding, if you're on Social Security and then you're walking around with other people who are on Social Security and they're all in that same mindset of let's sit at home and play video games or talk on a, or, or text or, or, or scroll through social media all day, you're never going to be successful. You're putting yourself into a group of people who will ultimately decide your fate for you, which is you're going to be a loser. And make no mistake about it, I look at you, I judge the fact that you're a loser. Yes, only God can judge you, but I do. I judge I judge, and that's a sin of mine that I need to stop doing, but I look at that and say, you're a loser because you don't want to be better. And when what happens then is it just is a, you know, you, you want to push people. I've met so many people, and I say, man, you should go get the job there. You should go do that. And they say, oh, yeah, it's okay. I had, I had a gentleman whom I offered a job to told me that he can make more money on Social Security on welfare, Section 8 housing, saving money. I don't have that. I don't have that patience for that. And I don't understand why people do. The uh, Section 8 housing is, is a joke. I think it should be capped at three years. Or not three years. I think it should be capped at three months. We're giving people way too much and expecting nothing in return. We're not expecting people to fight. We're not expecting people to, to go work hard. We're just expecting them to just be this blob of a person and then you expect something different to happen and it's just not that way. But that is my feelings on uh, kind of what I, what I look at every single day when I wake up. Uh, I think you just got to just want it, you know, you got to, you got to fight, you got to go after life and you got to, you got to win that day because by winning that, that moment, winning the minute, winning the, the hour, winning the day, you're going to start creating momentum and that momentum is going to carry you to winning the week, the, the, the months, the years, and you're going to be successful. And success isn't about money. I am a hundred percent not driven by money. If you think I'm driven by money, you don't really understand the mind I have. And I don't, you know, this journey I'm on right now is really to understand my mind, right? I want to know what everything about me makes me and how your mind is, is pushing you to things. But I think what happens is you have this um, uh, uh, ability uh, in your mind to, to, to push yourself to limits you didn't know. And that's what I want to understand. But getting back to it, I don't, I'm not driven by money. I, I'm driven by wanting to be the very best at what I do 
every single day of my life. The money will either come or it'll go, but it means nothing to me. Literally nothing. And I hear you out there. You're going to say, oh, it must be nice. You got it. Yeah. I don't care about money. I made a lot more money 10 years ago than I do today. I made a lot more. Four times as much. Three times as much. But what happens is, once you're living that life that has consumed you with, with, with power and money, you realize that when you lose the thing that matters the most to you in life, you have to reevaluate your priorities. And my priority is to myself to make myself the best version I can be for everyone who matters to me. And the reality is I don't have a lot of those people, right? Probably in a, in a true words, the people who matter to me on a level that nobody else could ever comprehend would probably be on two hands. And then I have a secondary group that I would do anything for. At anything but the level of love is di a little different you know what I mean but I would do anything for them and those are on two hands too and that's 20 people in my life and I can name them all but once you are realizing what is important to you the money will come it will go it will you know, you're going to make it or you're not going to make it. But in that one moment you have where you can look somebody in the eye and say, hey, I gave everything I had because of how much I care for you or how much I love you. That means more to me than than a million dollars or two million dollars, ten million dollars. Money is Money is just an object and I couldn't care less about it. But I strive for perfection. I strive to make every day better than the day before. And it's not about somebody walks in my office and says, man, I made I make $1,400 a month. And I go, oh, well, how do you do that? Well, I retired as uh, on a railroad, and that's my pension. I get $1,400 a month. Or I retired as a teacher. I retired doing something. I have much respect for that. But if you come in my office and say I make fourteen hundred bucks, and I haven't, I'm on Social Security. I've been on Social Security since I was twenty three years old. I'm gonna tell you that you're a loser, and to get out. And if you don't think I'll tell you that, you don't know me at all. As a, as you go through and 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 pick your moments of life, just remember today is a new day. It's a day that you can get after. It's a day that you can win. So go out and enjoy life. Go have fun. But work hard. Nobody cares right now if you're sick. I mean, even even when you're at home and your wife and your kids are there and you're, you know, your kids are going to school and you tell your wife you're sick, your wife cares that you're sick, okay? She says, hey, oh, man, are you really sick? But she has to get the kids ready for school. She has shit to do. She's got to go to work. She's she she's got to do things to that day. So when I tell you that there is n literally no one who cares 
if you're not having a good day, they care on a superficial level, but they have shit to do and they got to get their stuff done. You're not going to sit there and go, oh, what can I do? Anything I can do and just sit there all day worried about you. They got shit to do. So go to work. Go have a great freaking day. Win the day, but also just add value to yourself because nobody else cares. You're the only one who has a vested interest in how you do today. Go out there, enjoy your day. Uh, enjoy Montana. It's going to be kind of a rainy, sloppy mess again around uh, all the major cities, it appears that way, at least uh, maybe not up in Kalispell so much, but everywhere else. So go. Uh, Go enjoy the day. We're going to get after tonight. We're going to talk a little bit uh, later today when I get back. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the Great Falls Public Safety Levy. We're going to talk a little bit about the kind of the, the some of the groups behind the push to uh, for mayor, and uh, we're going to see where it takes us. And uh, again, it's just my thoughts. This is my podcast. I don't ask anybody to if you don't want to listen don't join uh don't follow but if you do check us out we're at the montana daily the montana daily on uh, facebook the montana daily on instagram and the montana daily.com is our website uh we would love to uh have you uh come in call in uh be a part of this podcast and uh just really want you guys to have a great day today and uh go out there and work hard Work harder than the next guy. Work harder than the next guy after that. And uh, just keep keep fighting in life, and you guys are going to be great. So have a great day, and uh, we'll talk to you a little bit later tonight. All right, see you guys.